Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Okay, I don't know what this episode is. <laughs> this was more like a workshop than an astrology conversation. I promised myself that I would, I don't know, take the lid off, kind of let it fly, really see what the new is about. The new for me, the new for rewilding, the new for podcasts, the new for episodes. Like what can we really do in these podcasts? How can we up level? And that's kind of the question around this new moon is how can we up level? Like how can we open to the new? How can we like be more on point, be more aligned, be more effective, be more empowered, be, you know, for, for us, it's how can we serve more? How can it land more? How can we gift more? How can it open or awaken or heal more? And that was my question to myself in this particular episode. And uh, I don't know, we got a little weirdo weirdo in this one, um, really and truly things that I would very much reserve for workshops and mystery schools and membership yeah circles uh kind of just went for it in in this conversation slash workshop i don't know what it is but um, i will stop rambling about this um, and just let you kind of dive into it i i really invite you to get a lot out of it I think you could get so, 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 so much out of it, but you're going to have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I know. And maybe listen. I know some of us listen while we're doing dishes and we're driving cars and we're doing all sorts of things and maybe listen the first time while doing something just to see if there's something in it for you. And then if you're like, whoa, this practice might be something good to go back to or, oh, I want to bring my full attention to this part. Maybe just make a note and then go back and do it maybe while you're walking in the woods or you're lying on the earth or you're able to meditate or you're able to journal with it. I really, really, really just want you to get um, so, so much out of this conversation. Okay, enough for me. Enjoy the episode. Let's talk new moon astrology for December 23rd. This moon brings a push-pull energy, which I want to talk about. It brings an opportunity for big healing, big transformation, and big breakthroughs. That's probably the biggest thing that I want to talk about is how we can lean into that. Third thing that I really want to go into is a warning. A little bit of a warning around some of the more challenging energetics around this moon. And if you can kind of feel into that, the new moon is falling on the 23rd. Many of us are selling holiday, celebrating holidays right around the 23rd. So I wanna talk about just some things to maybe keep your eyes open for. Also some ways that you can get the most. Really and truly that's what I aim to do in all of these astrology videos is give you tangible practices ways to dive into the energy, to kind of shine a spotlight on the doors of the psyche, the doors of your own inner world, the doors or the aspects or the areas of your life that are lit up, right? Where there is just a cosmic spotlight shining right on it. And we can do some really amazing things when we just shift our focus to it. So that's it. So the whole aim of this video is to give you some things to feel into and to shift your focus onto so that you can get the absolute most out of this moment in time. That's it. That's rewilding astrology. All right, let's do this thing. First and foremost, yes, it's a Capricorn new moon, 
yes, there are five planets in Capricorn. Capricorn energy, if you don't know it, it's very traditional. It's very grounded. It's very earthy. It's very old school. Uh, it's very foundational. It's very structured. That's Capricorn. You might be already feeling like, oh, oh my God, the weight of this, Sabrina. Like, I'm getting bogged down just hearing you say those words. Yes, that's all there. Let me do two things here quickly uh, before I flip into uh, why there's new changes wanting to come into old traditions. I'll talk about that in a moment. Don't let me lose you. Like, hold on, let's pause for a second. All of that Capricorn energy is happening. Yes, totally. Venus is in Capricorn, but she's trying Uranus. Uranus is beautiful energy that is radical, revolutionary, into the new. So what does that mean? Let's feel into that for a moment. If you were to feel into your Venusian part of self, your Venusian archetypal energy, Aphrodite in you, we all have one, right? Whether we're in a male body, a female body, a both body, a nun body, we all have an Aphrodite. And we can all feel into it for a quick moment. So if you just feel into like my goddess of love and of beauty um, and of, it's like, I just, I want to feel the pleasures of the world. When I start to feel into Venus, I want to feel the pleasures of the world. I want to feel the pleasures of sexuality, of relationship, of, of like beautiful clothes, the feel of them on my skin. That's, that's Venus. Venus, square Uranus. So Venus is a, is a very um, interpersonal archetypal energy. So very close to us versus like an outer planet, uh, like Uranus, which is a little bit, uh, less, ooh, um, less personal. I think that's the only way that the right, like interpersonal, outer planet, inner planet, but it feels very personal. So we feel into that part of self. And when it's square Uranus, it's almost as if that Venusian part of self that loves pleasure, that seeks out pleasure in all of its forms, right? Can be spiritual pleasure, can be sexual pleasure, can be love pleasure, family pleasure, connection pleasure. But that part of us that seeks out pleasure is in this dynamic with Uranus who's saying, let's try something new. Let's try something new. Let's, let's try something more exciting, like more adventurous, a little more revolutionary. Let, like Uranus is the, the revolutionary, um, the new, also awakening. So maybe it's like pleasure awakening. You maybe are, are excited. This is a new moon for it, right? Like it's a beautiful time to just feel and to kind of let yourself get edgy. Uranus is also edgy. Like get edgy with your pleasure in order to take yourself deeper and deeper into your own truth. It's like uncovering more of you, right? With this just freedom to do it with this beautiful support of Uranus who's like freedom lover, freedom fighter, like, yes, be you. Like, let's find you. Let's find what brings you pleasure. Let's find what brings you joy. Let's find what lights you up. Venus is very much about aliveness, like our, our ability to, to like be um, like vitality, right? Our vivaciousness, <laughs> our aliveness in the world, our love. Venus is love. And so maybe being open to new, to 
trying new things, to being a little bit more adventurous. Maybe that's in the bedroom. Maybe that's in the dating world. Maybe that's just with what might bring you a deeper level of pleasure. Okay, so that's one of these. Yes, we're in Capricorn, so it is very grounded, very solid, and very held, which I love. I think it's very embodied. Capricorn is so beautiful for embodiment. Capricorn is like, yes, be be Venusian, be full of pleasure, but embody it all the way, right? That's Capricorn. It's such a gift. It's such a gift to work with Capricorn in that way. So that's maybe another practice to feel into is, can I embody this more? Can I feel this deeper in myself? Can I... Can I embrace love? Some of us feel extreme levels of love during the holiday season. I know I did. And it was, can I, can I take more of this in? Can I take it down into my belly? Not just my heart, but can I take it into my belly? Can I take it into my hips? Can I take it all the way down into my feet? Like, can I just be so filled with love? So filled with this moment. Capricorn also brings us the capacity to be present. Yeah, this is another really beautiful thing to do during this new moon, especially if you're gathering with friends or gathering with family, or I know some of us are even in creative mode here at Rewilding. We're, we're creating like crazies over here and super excited. Uh, I can't announce anything yet, but stay tuned. Those of you who are on your emails, the Rewilding email, stay tuned because we're going to be announcing something in a couple of days. It's a big free wild crazy uh, week long Rewilding journey. Yeah, I know. I know, it's coming January 1st. Anyways, can't tell you anything else about it. Subscribe to the newsletter and then I can tell you about it. <laughs> um, SabrinaLynn.com is where you can do that. You'll find a link below. Um, this way I can email you immediately when this big announcement comes out. Anyways, um, but feeling into being more present. So whatever it is that's going on around this new moon for you, and I know some of you are celebrating solstice on the 21st, right? The capacity to be very, very present. Also the capacity to be very, very still. Very, very still. Capricorn opens up masculine spiritual practices for us. So very still. And what are the gifts when we get still? Yeah, especially those of us who are celebrating winter solstice, right? Where the nights are the longest. Some of us are under blankets of snow, right? And we're, it's very dark. It's very still. We're very internal. I know not all of us are. Um, and so also honoring that. But um, Capricorn really brings us the capacity to deepen into our nothingness practice, our no thought, our stillness, our um, <laughs> the infinite all of nothingness practices, right? It's a beautiful time. Um, lots and lots of gifts, especially with five, five planets in Capricorn. So outside of those stillness, very like masculine, divine masculine practices um, is that capacity to be present, to be um, more present to what's happening right in front of you, to bring more focus to a project you're working on. If you hear that little noise in the background, that's Shiva. <laughs> it's named after divine masculine god Shiva. <laughs> of course, he has to be heard while we're talking about masculine-based practices <laughs> and being present, yeah. Yeah, 
that's my little boy. Um, so that's something really beautiful and something really beautiful to practice with or to play with is can I be more present to this moment? Can I, you know, can I embody this more? Can I ground the love deeper into my, my being or ground this experience? For some of us, the practice will be the loneliness. I know, who wants to hear that? But it's true, holidays and this time of year, we don't even have to say the holidays, but this time of year can kick up a lot of things for us. But can we be with whatever's arising? Can we be present to it? Can we, this is gonna sound so counterintuitive, but it's one of the most powerful practices that you could do spiritually and for self-development and for growth is to be with whatever it is that is arising for you. Be with it fully, embody it fully, embrace it fully, I'm lonely. Instead of, just try this, right? I mean, if you don't like this idea, chuck it in the fucking bucket, right? A fair, all's fair, right? It's what resonates with you. These are just suggestions, but some of the most powerful breakthroughs that I've had and that I've witnessed in others is when instead of pushing something away, like I don't wanna feel lonely, I don't wanna feel lonely because we never actually break through it. We just deny it, we anesthetize ourselves to it, we avoid it, we stick it into the shadow, right? Instead of doing that, whatever it is that's arising, we it's, it's like diving further into it, right? So I'm lonely, like I'm, I'm lonely. And if, you, and if instead of like, no, 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 I'm going to just busy myself. No, 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 I'm going to just push that aside. It's like, okay, let me really feel that. Like, like the practice I was sharing with love. Can I feel love in my heart and then in my belly and then in my hips and then all the way down to my feet? Can I feel this feeling that's arising for some reason because it's arising for you, right? It's, it's all perfect. And so it's arising and it's like, I'm, I'm lonely, let me feel it in my heart. Let me feel it in my belly. Let me feel it in my hips. Now, now, this isn't like being a masochist. You're not doing this to cause yourself more pain. You're doing this with the, with the curiosity. Like, well, what's here? Am I really lonely? Right? You, you, you really just like, well, what is this? And you will be infinitely fascinated by what you find here. If you, if you really go into this, if you really courageously and with curiosity and courage and you walk into this and you just like, what, what is this? What's here? You will be fascinated. It, it could literally be like, well, this isn't my loneliness. Or, whoa, this is something from my inner child that I've been carrying around for 40 years. Wow, can I love this? Can it, like, and, and by loving it is oftentimes the medicine, right? L loving it, instead of denying it, right? Pushing it, ostracizing it, judging it, criticizing it. Like, no, 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 not lonely, not sad during the holidays. But it's like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Like what? And it can be very scary if this is the first time you've done it, but I will tell you what, it is one of the most powerful practices that you will ever do. It is one of the most powerful practices that you will ever do. And there is it will shift. So this is the biggest resistance I hear is, Sabrina, if I do that, I will drown. No, no, no. 
is a law, right? Everything is constantly changing. Everything's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. It's constantly changing, right? And, and you don't do it from a standpoint. Here's the trick to this. Here's the trick to this. You don't do it from a standpoint of, I, I want to be, feel sorry. I want to feel bad. I want to feel depressed. I want to feel lonely for as long as I possibly can. You do it from a standpoint of just very, very curious. What is this? What is this showing me? What is this teaching me? What's here? Whose is this? How old is this? What sparked this? Does this remind me of something in my childhood? Is it something from beyond my childhood? Is this something ancestral? Is this something from a past life? Right? And you just, it's really, really, really powerful. I know some of you have rewilding workshops that will take you straight into this territory and guide you through it. So if you're looking for something like that, go into your rewilding workshop library, right? Many of our workshops will take you into that territory. Okay. Let's get back to the astrology, criminy. I'm going too deep into practices for y'all, but I really want you to have some tools um, that you can get. You can get so much out of this moment in time, out of this new moon, out of these days before walking into the new year, right? Like, like I would love to be able to give you so many great things so that come the new year, you can just like rocket launch into your next greatest life, right? Um, it's part of why we're holding this big, free, cool, week-long thing on January 1st is because I would love for the whole world to rocket launch into their best lives, kind of selfishly, because then it would make the whole of everything way better, and that would include my life, right? <laughs> if everyone's living their best life, like, my life gets even better. Uh, so anyways, again, subscribe. Stay tuned to that. Like, join our Facebook group. We'll announce it in there. We'll put the link to our Facebook group there. Uh, go to sabrinalynn.com. Just Sign up for the dang newsletter that comes out in a couple days so I can tell you about the cool free thing. I just can't announce it today because I promised my team I would not open my big mouth, which I sometimes do and get in a lot of trouble for. Okay, back to the astrology. So, talked about Capricorn, the five planets in Capricorn, talked about Venus and the Uranus. Um, I might have said that it was Venus square Uranus. It's a trine. It's a trine, which is a very supportive aspect. So it's a very lovely, very supportive aspect. Next thing I want to talk about, this is the square that I want to talk about. It's the new moon. So the sun and the moon are conjunct during a new moon. They are squaring Jupiter, who just moved into Aries. Yeah, that's pretty intense. That's pretty wild. Okay, so let's feel into this. This is the push-pull dynamic I mentioned at the start. Push-pull, push-pull, push-pull. So Capricorn. Traditions, Jupiter in Aries, pioneering, expansive. Like we are expanding and we are pioneering into the new. That's Aries energy. It's pioneering. It's uh, like way shower. The, this is the way forward. Like we'll bust through. This is good breakthrough energy too. Jupiter and Aries, like beautiful breakthrough energy. Like let's just, but I'll talk about the warning. I promise I talk about the warning. There's a couple of them. So stay tuned for all of them because I'll give you all of them throughout the rest of this video. But the first one's coming in a moment. Um, so you, you'll feel this, like, can possibly feel this tension, this, this little bit of tension between Capricorn um, wanting to play it safe. Capricorn often wants to play it safe. Jupiter and Aries does not give a fuck, right? Jupiter and Aries is like, rules? Playing it safe? What are you talking about? Capricorn wants to cross the T's, dot the I's, like, hold on, let's get this, let's like, we wanna get this like really, really, really right. And Jupiter and Aries is like, oh, we don't care. We just, we gotta go. 
we's, we's got to go now. That's Jupiter and Aries. And so just to shine light on that push-pull dynamic, what can I offer you for that push-pull dynamic? Here's how I work with it because it's very much happening for me and in this, <laughs> don't keep talking, this big free thing that we're doing on the 1st of January. But there's this, uh, this, this serious dynamic of we wanted to have it out today. This is a real live example. I wanted to have it out today for you. There's a Capricorn piece that's like, it's not ready. Cross the T's, dot the I's. And then the Jupiter jumps in and is like, who cares if it's not ready? It's good enough, right? And so I, I sit back. This is, what I, this is what I do. And I just taught this in membership. So for those of you who are part of living close to the bone, we will have, did we do it in there? Maybe we didn't do it in there. Anyways, a circle, a rewilding circle last month. I just spoke this because someone asked me the question. I think it was mystery school, actually. Um, someone asked me this question. Um, what happens when two archetypal energies, so you could say Capricorn and Aries are, are archetypal energies fighting each other. What happens when two of these archetypal energies within you are, are fighting? They're like going to battle. One saying, launch the thing, who cares, it's good enough. The other one's saying, we are not ready yet. Like, hold on a second. Let me cross the T's, dot the I's. What, what do you do? What, do? what do you do? Do you have a conversation with both of them? You can, you can, but, but you may never come to a conclusion with them. You may, sometimes things work out. Um, sometimes you can calm an archetype or a part of self, an archetype's just a part of self. You can get, you know, a part of self to like, okay, I see it, da 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 da. But what I do is, um, how, can I, how can I explain this or give you this little practice? I go beyond the archetypes. So archetypes are, they're just a state of consciousness, right? They're a state of consciousness. There are many other states of consciousness, right? So they are, they're a level of being. They're a, an energetic level of describing the world or of seeing the world or of experiencing the world. And there's other energetic levels that you can go higher, you can go lower than those energetic levels. So I like to go way beyond the archetypes into this is how I describe it um, to others that I'm trying to share it with or open the door to. So I'm opening the door for you. Again, feel if this is true for you. If not, chuck it in the fucking bucket. Again, I just want to give you as much as I can around this new moon and as many practices as I can to just support your fullness. But the practice is... I like to use, I'm very embodied and I find that that works for many, many people is to either use the breath or to use the body, right? So movement or breath. And I use those plus a few more modalities, but we'll just stick to those two. So I center myself in my body. So you see my, my positioning changed. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry, maybe go check out the YouTube video, but my shoulders went back, my, um, my chin tilted down and I drop my focus from my mind because I'm right here talking to you and I have to be very much in my mind so I can find words to communicate things to you but I drop my focus I drop my awareness into the place within myself where I feel is my deep sacred temple space that might be a funny word for some the other words that I use to open this door is my wise 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 self my wisest self, and I literally just feel for where that is in my body. Wise self, wisest self, wisest self. Like it's like an elder. Like I'm looking in myself for like the elder, the wise self, 
to me, this is the point of like soul contact. So some of you have worked with me, you've worked with lower seat of the soul. That's a powerful point to go to. If you, if you know the lower seat of the soul or it's like Hara Dantian, that's kind of all in there, but you go to lower seat of the soul or that area of the body, you just feel, just trust yourself. Your body knows, right? We know much more than we think we do, but you just drop in, drop in, drop in, drop in, drop in, and you get to, okay, this is my center point. Like this is my wisest self right here. And when I'm here, I don't give a shit about Jupiter and Aries or uh, Capricorn, five planets. I don't really care. That, that's, it's way beyond that level. And so where a problem will never be solved at that level, there's a quote. If anyone knows the quote, it would be awesome if you would leave it in the comments below. If not, we'll put it in the Facebook group too. We'll find it. But it's like, you can never solve a problem you can never find the answer to a problem at the level of the mind that the problem was created at, right? You need to go to a higher state or a different state of consciousness or a wiser level to find the solution to the problem that was created at this level. So it's legit what happens. It's really and truly what happens. And so you go to this level that's much deeper, much wiser. I mean, at this place, you are connected into universal mind. Like it, it, you become God mind, right? So you're God mind. And then you just you just go like, do we launch today? This is legit what I did this morning. Go to this place. Do we launch today um, when this video comes out and, and hustle, right? Like rush things, hustle. Or do we take our time, do things to the degree that I know me and my team can? Yeah, that's what feels absolutely true. Absolutely true. So you could say that it's Capricorn winning. But it's way beyond that. It's not to do with Jupiter and Aries or Capricorn five planets, but it's from a place that's giving you the answer to a problem that is on a level that is lesser than that, <laughs> that level that you're accessing. <laughs> wow. When I said I was going to try something new today, I didn't know that I was going to be delivering all sorts of like practices that I normally uh, do in rewilding circles and workshops and in membership and in mystery school and all of these other places. Um, but I'm liking this. Uh, leave a note. I would love to know if you're liking these practices or not. You can be totally brutally honest, right? You can be so brutally honest. You could say, Sabrina, love this new format. Like this is so helpful or... Wow, I, I really would prefer you not going so damn deep. Could you please just back off on the practices? But I'd love to hear from you. I read all of the comments for the first two days after a video comes out. Sometimes a little bit more. I will go back days after. The team reads everything, so know that we really, really appreciate and value everything that you guys share with us. This is a two-way conversation, even if it doesn't seem like it. It is, especially if you're in the Facebook group too. So comments here on the YouTube video. Next place that I'm at the most is in our Facebook group. Hanging out, posting more stuff, like more cool stuff that'll have to do with the new moon or have to do with current energetics and will have to do with the big free cool thing happening the first week of January. Yes, yes. Okay, enough. I promise I will only say that maybe one more time. <laughs> okay, let's talk more astrology. So I talked about the push-pull dynamic. I promised I'd talk about that. I said I'd give you some warnings. So that's one of the warnings in there is, um, let me just give some really good words to it, is this expansive Jupiter and Aries squaring this new moon 
will want to possibly overindulge. I know this is the time of the year when like, it's so easy to overindulge, but just a little bit of a warning uh, for the whole world around us, for ourselves. But that really kind of adds to like the (laughs) fuck it energy, right? Like, let's just go. And then we end up really paying the price later. And so there's the Jupiter in Aries is beautiful. There's nothing that is good or bad in astrology. It's just how we embody it and express it through us, how it influences us or affects us. And so talking about it hopefully brings it more conscious and you will be more conscious of it when it comes to light. So that's one little tiny warning. I'll give a couple more. I promised I would give a few more warnings around new moon energy, holiday energy, and kind of what to look out for. Actually, we'll dive into the next one right now. So this one is the wounded healer, Chiron. I love this archetype. Love this archetype. It is very complex, very multi-layered. It awakens high mystical truths in us when we work with it. Yeah. It also weirdly and strangely, takes us into our deepest pain, our deepest woundings. Yeah, that's just the warning, right? It's new moon on the 23rd holiday, high, high holiday season. The wounded healer in us, right, is stationing, stationing to go direct, has been retrograde, is now stationing on this new moon to go direct. <laughs> when astrological bodies shift they are very loud like they're very prominent their energy becomes amplified and so the wounded healer in all of us will be very amplified it's great if we're conscious it's great if we're conscious of this so talking about this right now it's so great to know like now you can know like if something gets stirred up like i mean When it comes to Chiron, these are typically not challenges that we don't know about. How much we've worked with them, how much we've uh, embraced, loved, healed, we can say, um, transformed. Sometimes it's not about healing, it's just about acceptance and loving, and that is the transformation. Weirdly, I know, again, we're talking like high weird mystical truths, I don't know what's going on with these new episodes. Who knows? Uh, But again, if you're loving it, leave a comment. Uh, We'll see if I can carry this into the new year, if there's enough like love for this kind of new format. But um, to feel into Chiron, by the way, we have a Chiron video. Uh, There's a Chiron meditation that I love. We'll put a link um, up here. We'll put a link at the end of the video to go do that Chiron meditation. I think that would be an amazing thing to do right after this video, like legit finish this and go do that. It's a practice. Like it's a full on proper meditation that you can go into right now. Potentially here's what can happen is you get to explore this Chiron in you, like that aspect of self, your Chiron wounding or Chiron aspect and you get to bring love to it like love healing acceptance it's, it's amazing it's 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 crazy um, it's it's crazy I can't tell you how many people have said oh my gosh this this meditation uh, 
is un- unbelievable in the short amount. I think it's 15, maybe 20 minutes. I don't know, but it's not long. Um, anyways, it could totally change your holiday experience. <laughs> it could help from the triggers happening. So all the things that I'm kind of giving us a little bit of a warning to or just shedding some light on, your stuff can get kicked up. Family member stuff can get kicked up. Loved ones, friends, the world, right? Like all around us. It's And Chiron can bring up masculine here, here's what it, it can bring up spiritual wounding. Like it's, it's shaman. It, it's shaman. Here's the cool thing about, if you think about ancient shamanic traditions, it was the wounding or the near death experience that brought the shaman to become the shaman. That was the initiation into their wisdom. It's the same with any Chiron aspect, any, your Chiron. It's your initiation. It's part of what your soul signed up for. Like, yes. This particular challenge, wound, experience that has just like shaded the whole of my life or parts of my life or has been very intense for me, my soul signed up for that because it's part of my initiation to my wisdom self. That's Chiron. That's Chiron. He's going direct on this new moon. It's beautiful. Right, it's, it can be so beautiful. And so to just bring consciousness to it, that's, that's my invitation. Um, and to do that meditation, like that's the thing that I would suggest for this particular aspect. Let's talk a little bit more about um, this healing, this transformation, these breakthroughs. Chiron's part of it, like healing, transformation, breakthrough. That's such part of this energy. The other amazing, this is... This is an amazing, 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 beautiful, glorious, grace-filled, stunning aspect of this new moon is that it is perfectly conjunct the asteroid Hygieia. Now, here's the tricky thing. Planets are loud. Planets are loud. Like Jupiter going into Aries will be loud. That was, that's so easy to tap into. Uh, five planets in Capricorn. That energy is easy to tap into. Tapping into Hygieia, kundalini goddess of miraculous healing and awakening, that's subtle. It's subtle. It's there. The door is wide open. It's wide open. But it's subtle. So it's going to take a little bit of work. So it's not just like, oh, let me do some reflective questions on, I don't know, what I want to pioneer into with Jupiter and Aries, what I want to like plow through what I want to move forward in. What is the direction that I want to just like go in? That's really easy, really easy to access, right? That's like a meditation in the morning and not even a meditation. You could just literally wake up in the morning, morning notes, and you just write reflective questions. Boom. You'll probably get some great stuff. Same with the Capricorn energy, but same with the Venus, same thing. You could, you could probably, it's, it's all like very, um, loud, overt, easy to access. These are parts of psyche and self that are very easy to access. Hygieia, in her, her like deepest, most miraculous gifting form, right? It's like the hidden feminine mysteries. Hygieia is part of these hidden feminine mysteries that take, uh, it takes like, this is going to sound crazy. Wow, we're really going for it in this episode. Well, I'm going to be very, very curious what your all feed, what your feedback is. Your all, your alls. I don't even know how to say that. What your, we'll just say your, your feedback is on this video. If you love it or you hate it, um, but um, this is the this is the weird. Well, now we're getting really weird. But it's like when we start to work with some of these more subtle, more hidden, feminine 
Shaktis. She's the Kundalini goddess of miraculous healing and awakening, right? It's like working with these, um, these more subtle elements. It takes, this is my funny word, but I've watched it happen in workshop after workshop after workshop after workshop, online program after online program after online program. It takes foreplay. That sounds so weird. It sounds so weird. I don't care though. Like we're just kind of letting it rip in this, in this episode. Like we're just kind of letting it go. It's legit like an aspect of the feminine that is really shy, but really full of life, like really full of magic, but you will never see it. You will never see it unless you like love it out, unless you almost like, like lure her out, right? It's, this is, there's a reason why the feminine is always craving foreplay because it will awaken and open way, 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 way more parts that will never be accessed without time, without presence, right? We've got Capricorn. Capricorn is so perfect for awakening the goddess. I don't know of a better archetypal energy in in Western astrology in the zodiac other than Capricorn, other than Saturn. I, I'm telling you, I know that that sounds so crazy, but a healthy, whole, healed Saturn and Capricorn is literally like, I have the staying power and I have the presence and I have the capacity to hold every aspect of the feminine. I can be present and I can be patient until Hygieia shows herself. I will, I will perform foreplay, <laughs> perform foreplay. I don't know who performs foreplay, but anyways, that's what we're doing today. I, I'm in for hours because I'm Saturn. I'm Capricorn. I have staying power like it's nobody's business, right? And I have the capacity to hold the fullness of the gifts of the feminine. This is crazy good crazy good. This is something that we might work with in Bones on the 1st of January. So for those of you who are part of membership living close to the bone, uh, feel into that. I'm not promising it because again, I'm not promising anything until I know. We'll announce it on the 22nd though. So this comes out on the 21st on the solstice. We'll announce it on the 22nd. Um, Yeah, if you're not a member of Bones and you want to join, it's 47 bucks a month. Um, our current workshop, our December workshop is rewilding your higher purpose. And it's, I oftentimes come out of workshops thinking, oh, I could have done this or, oh my gosh, like I missed a, a little door here. If I only would have said it with these words, I came out of that particular workshop, rewilding your higher purpose, which is our December workshop in living close to the bone, our membership thinking, I don't think I could have done anything differently. I don't, I don't think I could have done any better. Like that wasn't me. That, that, I, I was out of the way so much in that one. Um, and that one, weirdly, is so much mind food. So a lot of times it serves to not have the mind involved because the mind messes things up. But in this particular one, it was no, 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 no. We are in amazing energetics and we still are. We still are. We are in these amazing energetics where the mind can translate. So feel into that too between now and the end of the year is where the mind can translate. The, the, it, can, it can translate higher purposes, soul callings, right? The things that it, it maybe you feel or you sense, but you're like, I don't know. 
tangibly what that is. Like, what am I called to? How am I called to serve? That question is the question I get all the time. Serena, I feel called to serve in a bigger way and I don't know what, or I don't know how. Like now is the time to deepen into that. Um, so just an off, like just another offer. We'll put a link below and a link up there. You can try it for a month. Go just do that workshop. And you'll also be able to hang out for a whole month. You'll get the, the workshop on the first, which I, I don't know if it's going to be Hygieia and Saturn. But if it is, holy, that's amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But that feels like a really powerful way to kick off. 2023 with kundalini goddess of miraculous healing and the high divine masculine side of saturn bah! <laughs> um okay so let me just feel if there's anything else a little bit more that i want to share jupiter's in a half square to uranus so that's adding so remember how i gave you that warning around wanting to overindulge or go too far or like do wild shit that you normally would never do. Um, it's this half square between Jupiter and Uranus. It's going to add to that, right? That Jupiter and Aries, like, let's pioneer. Let's just go for it. And then Uranus is like, and let's make it revolutionary. And, you know, like, who cares? No rules. Um, and so just know that that energy can be really beautiful um, in, uh, like, upgrading things, up-leveling things but can also take us way too far. So just like feel into, you know, what really serves here. And can we use some of that Uranus energy, some of that Jupiter and Aries energy to really up-level the things that really mean something to us, to take things to the next level. So this, here's the final time. I said I was gonna share it one more time. This big free thing on January 1st, right? I really feel that we are taking things to another level and it's taking us an extra couple of days to put it together because the whole team and I are really channeling this energy of the moment to up level. Like, yeah, here's our, our foundation. Here's tradition. Here's what we've always done. There are some of these things that are really, really great, but some of them like, why are we doing that? That just, that doesn't even serve anymore. Okay. So let's take it to the next level. And I shared these exact words um, to Malia, who's on the Rewilding team, just this morning. I said, oh, we are up-leveling times 10. <laughs> like, that's how it felt to me. Like, I feel like we are up-leveling times 10, times 10. Um, and to me, that's, that's another aspect of this new moon that is so exciting. It's so exciting. And some of the potential resides in there. Um, in just this up-leveling times 10, this up-leveling times 10. Um, th there's one little piece that keeps like <laughs> knocking me on the head and it's to talk just a tiny little more and I'll finish our conversation with this around the healing, the transformation and the breakthrough that's available on this new moon. So if I was going to feel into this a little bit more, it's that Chiron piece, it's that Hygieia piece. It's that Capricorn is very much about embodying. It's about manifesting. Um, sorry, I'm just feeling if there's something else that I want to share. Uh, we're opposing Hecate. That's the piece. That's why I was like, this new moon is conjunct Hygieia. Let me just check my chart really quick. I don't want to be giving you, yeah, no. Um, it's we're opposing Hecate. So this new moon's falling at one degree 
of Capricorn. You might want to check your chart. Um, if you don't know how to run a chart, check out the free astrology masterclass that I put together, right? It shows you how you can run your free chart on astro.com, walks you through all the steps and shows you how to put the asteroids in. So you can put Hygieia into your chart. You could put Hecate into your chart. Yeah, I know. Who knew? It's amazing. And then it will also tell you how to look for where one degree Capricorn is, what house does that fall in? That's where this new moon is at, one degree Capricorn. What house does it fall in? That means the area of life that will be affected um, that you'll maybe want to reflect on a little bit deeper. You can also look for, you know, like where Hygieia is, where Hecate is, where all of these different archetypes are that we've been talking about um, in this conversation. All right, link below over there, there. It's like a 90 minute masterclass. I put it together because I just wanted to be able to give you guys something so that you could reference your own personal chart to see what's happening in your life specifically around these. Um, these transits. Okay, so opposite Hygieia is Hecate. Uh, whew, I get like love and a lot of emotion when I feel into this. So uh, Hecate, uh, let me feel, I know that uh, there's something in the emotion oftentimes that's like the good juju. Hecate is a midwife. Uh, she is medicine woman. She is keeper of the blood mysteries. She is queen of the witches. There is this enormous healing potential held within Hecate. So if you've got Hecate opposite Hygieia falling on that new moon, right? You have Hygieia who is like a very high level, like um, I'll just make a, a sound so that you can maybe feel into it. It's like like it's a very high vibratory um like golden light oftentimes very like sparkly kind of healing energy it's it's high so i would say that's like the heights it's like the healing in the heights healing from the heights and then if you were to feel into hecate hecate is a dark goddess she's queen of the witches that's like healing from the depths that's like the feminine depths the feminine hidden deep dark mysteries dark not bad dark as in hidden ostracized judged whatever brought up um these this healing capacity brought up they heal in different ways they heal different things right so Hygieia will touch different things than Hecate will touch. Hecate will go, like, if you've got fertility stuff going on, that's Hecate, right? If you've got anything happening in your pelvic region, man, woman, both, people, all things, if you've got stuff, bring in Hecate, right? Bring in Hecate, like sexual healing, fertility healing, uh, vitality healing, witch wound healing, like, Earth, think earthy, think medicine woman, think wise old crone in this new moon, right? So you can get witchy. This is a new moon where you could get witchy. You could go howl at the moon. You could go roll in the dirt, right? You could go light the fire and burn, <laughs> burn what you no longer want to hold on to. My sense overall, I'll, I'll leave us with this, my sense overall is, yes, we're coming to the end of the year, um, which is always a time of like collectively, the world holds this, um, this energy of releasing. I really feel we have an opportunity, and this may not necessarily be in the astrology. Um, 
<laughs> we are getting weird. Ay, ay, ay. Um, I save a lot of this for our circles, right? Like for our workshops and our circles, but I don't know what's going on. Who, who, who knows? Maybe this is the new way. But um, if we feel into something beyond the astrology, it feels to me that we have this opportunity to release things in new ways. So to let go of ancestral patterning in a new way. It doesn't take as much hard work. We don't have to do family constellations for like six months, right? In order to heal or release old sexual trauma that's stored up in our yoni or our womb or our penis. In order to release that, we don't have to puke in a bucket. We, we, don't, we don't have to feel the rage and the grief and the pain for a year in order to release it. Things are different. There, there's, there's new, let me feel, it's this up-leveling. There are quicker, more direct pathways to, uh, to these words, healing, transforming, and breaking through. Um, and so just feel into that. Again, if it doesn't resonate with you, chuck it in the fucking bucket. All good. I uh, totally get it. Okay, this has been an absolute blast. Go watch the Chiron meditation now because if you don't, you might forget it or you might end up at a holiday thing and suddenly you got your wounded healer raging at somebody. Um, but I really, really strongly suggest going to watch that. Subscribe. If you like this video or got something out of it, hit the like button. If you're not a part or a member of the channel, you might want to subscribe so you don't miss our 2023 New Year predictions. Yeah, we'll do a big astrology thing on 2023 coming up. Okay, so much love to you all. Enjoy that Chiron meditation. Mwah.